0: Follow us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen.
1: Welcome back to Live Mike. I'll admit, I don't often watch the news on Sundays. I I try to detach as best I can on the weekend, and Sundays are usually reserved for family. But last night, I found myself watching 60 Minutes with my wife, and much of what we saw was eye-opening. What we witnessed was an interview between CBS News chief medical correspondent and 60 Minutes contributor, Dr. John LaPook. He spent uh, some serious time sitting down with Dr. Anthony Fauci asking a wide range of questions. Some of the responses were common sense, uh, but others left me shaking my head. Uh, here's what I mean. I want to walk through much of this interview with you so you can hear uh, the responses by Dr. Fauci and the explanations uh, he gave to you know some of those responses. And then I'll share with you the response from President Trump. To the Dr. Fauci interview on 60 Minutes last night. I, let me just tell you, before we get there, uh, a little preview. It is Trump-esque. It is Trump-esque. All right, starting with the questions. Uh, the first question asked, from doctor, or asked by Dr. Lapook that most caught my attention was when he asked Dr. Fauci when on earth we might be able to get back to normal.
2: That's a good question. Uh, and in due humility and Modesty. I don't know the answer to that. I could answer it partially another way. If we get a vaccine, which I think we will by the end of this year, the beginning of 2021, and it's 70 percent effective and a substantial proportion of the people take the vaccine. And that's a big problem. How many people take the vaccine? And we get into the third or fourth quarter of 2021. I think the level of infection will be down enough that we still would have to do some public health measures. And that might include wearing a mask. But they will not be as stringent as they are right now. Then, as the months and year or more go by, it'll be less stringent and less stringent until you get to the point where the level of infection is so low, it's not an epidemic threat. And then I think we'll be fine. But it's not going to be, I think, well into and towards the end of next year.
1: You hear that? well into and maybe towards the end of next year we can do it we can do it we've endured worse Following that exchange between, again, Dr. Lepouk and Dr. Anthony Fauci, the conversation moved on to testing. And while we all know about testing and we hear daily about how important testing is to our overall COVID-19 strategy, I hadn't yet heard Dr. Fauci talk about how simply he thinks we could bring about much more broad testing.
2: I think we do need to do even more. I, I think, and, and it has something to do with public health, but it has also to do with the peace of mind of individuals who are living in the era of COVID-19. And by peace of mind, I say that I could go down to CVS and say, these tests are $2 a piece. Here's $200. I want 100 tests. This is the United States of America, technologically most advanced country in the world. We can make a test with a piece of paper that you stick into a little cassette for $1 that does it in five minutes, that's 98% sensitive. You can't tell me that we can't do that.
1: Now, to be clear, that is not an option available to you and me right now. That is not an option available to employers to maybe uh, re- require of their employees before they come into the workplace each day. But it is what Dr. Fauci here predicts to be something that we could simply, simply uh, bring about here in the United States. And he's astonished that it hasn't yet been done. Uh, we'll see if comments like that trigger uh, the manufacture of such uh, a test. Who knows? Who knows? But uh, but he's there certainly reiterating the importance of testing. Now, the conversation continued. And this listen up to this. Dr. Puc, uh with CBS then played for Dr. Fauci a number of his own comments from earlier in the year, from the early days of the pandemic, in which Dr. Fauci was against the widespread use of masks. On a number of occasions, Dr. Fauci said that there was no need for masks as a widely used tool to combat the virus. Now here is uh, Dr. Fauci explaining uh, the seeming change of course.
2: So let's see if we could put this to rest once and for all. It became clear that cloth coverings, things like this here, and not necessarily a surgical mask or an N95, cloth, coverings work. Now there's no longer a shortage of masks. Number two, meta-analysis studies show that contrary to what we thought, masks really do work in preventing infection.
1: I don't necessarily remember arguments being made about how the general population ought not be wearing masks due uh, to a, a potential shortage in the healthcare arena uh, but uh, but I am open to boot shifting attitudes like this and uh, and I appreciate greatly The admission there that a greater and more broad understanding of this virus and how we can combat it, specifically with the use of masks, leads him now to be an advocate of such. I I think that is a sign not of, say, a flip-flopper or a waffler or someone who has bent to pressures from this Uh, arena or that, but rather someone who is able to, with a dynamic mind, uh, respond to the realities presented by an ongoing challenge. I think there's good wisdom there. Uh, I I am pleased uh, that he is voicing it. Now, the, there was so much to the interview that broadened my understanding of certain realities we have come to observe since the dawn of the COVID era. Uh, this questions from Dr. LaPook asked very basically if there is currently a war on science. Dr. LaPook, uh, again on 60 Minutes yesterday, asked of Dr. Fauci, is there currently a war on science? Now, Dr. Fauci answers, but then goes on to give an explanation I would have never before considered.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean particularly over the last few years, there's an anti-authority feeling in the world. And science has an air of authority to it. So people who want to push back on authority tend to, as a
1: sidebar, push back on science. Does that feel or ring true to you at all? If you are one who is you know, not prone to wear a mask or uh, is gathering in groups larger than is advised and required by the state, uh, and if you believe that the scientific information that we are receiving from people like uh, Dr. Fauci, did, did you believe that that rebellion, is it possible that Dr. Fauci is right here and that stems from a desire to rebel against authority? Uh, I, I don't know. I'm not the head shrinker type. I can't quite sort it out myself. But uh, but it's an interesting, an interesting explanation that, again, I, I never would have before considered. Now, uh, wrapping things up, participating in the 60 Minutes interview was also the wife of Dr. Fauci, Christine Grady, who is a nurse and a bioethicist who heads the bioethics department at the NIH Clinical Center. Dr. LaPook asked, what keeps Dr. Fauci awake at night?
0: The fact that, you know, the same message has to sort of be reiterated over and over again because either people don't hear it or they don't believe it or they don't adopt it.
1: Now, we're going to take a break right now. Uh, When we return, there are two last points made in the interview of yesterday on 60 Minutes that Dr. Fauci spoke on. One of them has to do with the death threats he has been receiving, the death threats that he personally has been receiving and the harassment his family has become subject to. And then lastly, Dr. Fauci has asked point-blank, would he take a vaccine once it's made available? I'll share with you those answers next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.
0: A gun in the face. Then
2: all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today.
1: Started two years of horror for an American
0: in Venezuela.
2: They said, you need to give us your phone and...